3: This week on the Simply Savage podcast, we have the one that's always in the know, Perez Hilton. Hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because I know you know a little bit about everything and everybody. So we need some tea. But we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute. I am so curious, how in the world did you get started in this?
1: Well, uh, I've been doing what I do now for nearly 20 years. It's insane to me that it's literally been a lifetime for somebody that's in college, a high school senior. I, I've been doing what I do longer than they've been alive.
3: So you're 25, so you started when you were five? Doing all this? No, no. <laughs> I was, well,
1: I, you know what? I'm thankful that I was 26 when I started. So I had already lived life. I, I gra- had graduated college. I had struggled a lot. So I knew what it meant to lose at life. I knew what it meant to work hard. And I think it, it already helped that I had established a work ethic and that I knew. About the real world, because nowadays there are no rules with social media, but there are advantages that come with certain things. For example, social media does favor the young and social media also does favor the good looking. So if you're young and pretty, you could do very well on social media with minimal effort you don't even have to work that hard. You'll do well. It's a lot like real life. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I started, you know, 20 years ago in almost 20 years ago. I started in 2004. Okay, what was your even-
3: first story?
1: I remember. You do? Uh, I, I started, yeah, yeah. My first story, I was driving into work that day and Howard Stern said something that was homophobic and it pissed me off. So I just did a post about that. That's amazing. And then you
3: just never look back.
1: Yeah. I mean, I never would have imagined what my life would be like or even could be like because none of it existed. I don't even jokingly call myself this. I am the first influencer. Truly. There was no one doing social media creation before me because social media didn't exist in in a slightly different way. Somebody that even predated me was this journalist named Matt Drudge from the Drudge Report in the 90s. He broke the Monica Lewinsky story and then his website became popular. But he always was a behind the scenes personality. Mm -hmm. And I I think I really did invent what it is to be a modern day creator, the modern day influencer.
3: Well, you're right, Uh, because... Hearing his name, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup of three people. I would have no idea. But you, hearing your name, I'd be like, oh, that's him right there. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, um, so many after me, I was like, oh, yeah, I've done that. I did that. I did this this way. I did that that way. But thankfully now, you know, when I started, it was all so new and nobody had done it before. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for these younger people people and maybe even older folks I do love seeing every once in a while like a grandmother or a grandfather that all of a sudden becomes popular on social media but even <laughs> then like like one of the ones that I love to follow Babs you know the brunch with Babs
3: yes she has me hooked on like yeah. her cooking because I cannot cook so she's like oh this is the Babs way I'm like Well, yeah, let's watch that. I love love that, that she was
1: able to find this success at this stage in her life. But now there are companies and managers and people that have experience with non-traditional clients Mm -hmm. and there isn't a lot of heavy lifting required to educate brands and advertisers why they should be working with these personalities. Now brands and large corporations want to be working with influencers. It's funny how all
3: of that has changed, right? Because beginning, like you said, when you started it, I'm sure people are like, wait, what is this about? I don't know. Are are people really going to be watching this and, and really engaged in this? Now it is completely different. So it's like people have embraced, oh, Everything is now on TikTok, or everything is now on the social media side. We've got to jump over and almost latch on to those people that have those larger built-in following. And
1: they, you know, there's still some brands that are old school, maybe have older people running them, uh, <laughs> that, that maybe you know aren't going to be prone to doing this or that or the other. It's fine, but yeah, it's it's exciting for me because. Social media and the internet and life, really, the world. It's a constant evolution. It's always changing. Mm -hmm. You know, TikTok is very popular right now, but it will not always be this way. Right. Just look back. You know, at first it was MySpace. Then it was Facebook. Then it was YouTube. Then it was Instagram. Then it was Snapchat. Now it's TikTok. There will be a thing that comes and is the next hot thing that's very popular. What's and your prediction? I'm not, I'm not sure. It could be Vine. Elon Musk says he's gonna bring back Vine. No. Oh. Um I don't think I don't think it will be Twitter. Twitter never really, I mean, Twitter had a, a brief moment in time, but Twitter was never on the scale of Instagram or on the scale of TikTok, I think the next thing will have to be either something that's photo or video based Mm -hmm. because it's easier for people to digest photos or videos. You know, people are busy and they turn to things like TikTok or Instagram as escape, right? And you can much quicker scroll through videos and photos than you can reading a bunch of tweets and text. So that's what what that's what I think the big hurdle of Twitter is, um, but I don't know. It, it could actually even be something like YouTube having a renaissance with their shorts.
3: I know that's uh, coming up next year. Early on, they're making a big push. Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: I I just I do know as somebody with a personal grudge against TikTok. Yeah, we that, need
3: to talk about that. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> you no, know, I I you know they just to censor too much and it's really disappointing
3: well you and, had an account I'm, taken down right because i didn't know multiple about the ones <laughs> oh do they ever tell you why or it's just yes. violating
1: okay. community guidelines okay. is all they would say wait do they you think this a... is
3: because like i mean obviously you have the gossip right you're in the know do you think that it's one of those you either love him hate him tight deal? And you think it's kind of like TikTok's like, no, we're not. We're not on that. What do you think? I
1: think it was from what I heard. uh, A lot of popular creators on TikTok complained and said that I was bullying and I wasn't. But, you know, if enough people get together and make noise to, to mom and dad, uh, uh, you're going to be kicked out of the party. And listen, I get it. It's their house, their rules. They can do whatever they want. But I do know without a shadow of a doubt that I didn't do anything that warranted me being banned forever from TikTok.
3: Do you feel, you know, looking back at some of those videos, do you think some of those videos now you're like, oh, well, I guess I could see where that would be a little bit of bullying or that would be a little no. off color? No, some of them were cringe, definitely. (laughs) And I I was doing them, so I don't know.
1: I I was making cringe videos on purpose.
3: (laughs) Wait, were you doing thirst traps, sir?
1: (laughs) Not thirst traps, but I definitely was being like, I was being provocative and cringe because it's like you know, it's kind of like what Madonna does. It's so easy. I, I was the original Madonna
3: on TikTok. Well, then I'm going to have to say thank you for that account going down. No, it's kidding. <laughs> just you kidding. know,
1: Madonna makes, Madonna makes a lot of cringe TikToks because it gets attention. I agree. And Madonna, I know that's why she's doing it
3: 100%. I mean, she's yeah, been around I, forever. She knows what people are going to keep a buzz about, right? She's going to stay relevant well, based on it.
1: Yeah. And not only that, you know, I am a narcissist like she is, okay? And- <laughs> Any attention is better than no attention, (laughs) including negative, (laughs) including negative attention. And the thing is, the reason why I was back in 2020 and Madonna now making cringe TikToks is because it works. Mm -hmm. It's effective, it's cheap, it's easy, it's lazy.
3: Well, think of all the the thirst traps. That's why I was joking about thirst traps. Think of all the thirst traps out there. It's super easy to take off your shirt for a dude, right? And swing your wiener around and everyone's like, oh my God. And it literally goes viral. So I I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. And the thing about TikTok too is that here's like a secret of TikTok. It's a lot like Las Vegas, okay? It's, It's about volume. You gamble. Meaning I feel bad for some of the food creators because you could spend so much time making a great food video. It might mm-hmm. take you an hour, mm-hmm. right? And then it gets no views. Then that food creator, if they diversify their content, they might make a silly video that they make in 15 seconds. And that silly video that they made in 15 seconds will go viral and get millions of views. And the ones that took them an hour to make, no views. You know, TikTok is about volume. The more you make, the better your odds of winning in Vegas. So it's quantity over quality, almost. Ideally, if they're all quality, even better, but it's really about the more, the more, the better your odds.
3: When I talk to people that say, I want to be a creator, I'm like, don't get frustrated. Just keep putting the videos out. Keep putting them out. Yeah, but I I mean, what if they don't do well? I'm like, here's a secret. I know for a fact some of these other larger creators, I've seen a video on their page and it didn't look like it did well. And I go back, that video is no longer there. They're taking it down. So you can't go based on going to someone's page all the time either and saying, oh, wait, but they have a, a viral video every video. No, the hell they do not. No, they don't. Stop trying to compare (laughs) what they're doing with what you're doing. You you just can't. That's
1: that's also what I tell young people or even older folks, too. People have this misconception that ideas are special. But I don't believe that ideas are special. I believe that people are special. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in uh, Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. So today, earlier today, you might have had a brilliant idea that nobody has ever done before, to create a new product that will be revolutionary. But also today, somewhere in Australia, somebody might've had the same exact idea. Right. But you and that person in Australia will execute the same idea very differently because you are different people. Right. So that shows to you, the idea is not special. It's what how you implement, what you do that makes it special. So don't try to copy anybody else or emulate what other people are doing. What you do and how you are different is what will help you shine.
3: And I I love that because even on the trends, right? Like if there's a trending sound, whatever, I think that's great. Use the trend. That's fine. But put your own personality in there. Because if like you said, if you're using exactly what the other person's doing, it's not authentic to them. So they're just like, "Eh, let's scroll on. okay talking about TikTok, all of these A-listers are now coming over. How do you feel about that? The more the merrier, you know, especially for me,
1: uh, it gives me great content to play with. And (laughs) react to and talk about social media does not belong to anyone i i actually first got on tiktok in 2019 i was a really early adopter mm-hmm. and back then there was a lot of feedback that you know old people should not be on tiktok right
3: right cuz we're the same age and i got that same thing when i would send someone a tiktok back in 2019 they're like oh, that's so that's for kids what are you doing you're dancing on that yeah. app, you're doing this on that app. You're so old. I'm like,
1: what? What? But not even not even from people outside of TikTok, like in the community. That's when that phrase boomer exploded. Like, okay, boomer. You know, like <laughs> that's right. funny. Like anybody over the age of 35 (laughs) on TikTok is considered very old
3: someone will come in on my like a kid will be like okay grandma i'm like i'm not but okay
1: (laughs)
2: what are uh, you like i i
1: I, i'm i'm a senior citizen (laughs) compared to (laughs) right these kids that are they're very (laughs) popular but here's the thing you know sure if you're young and hot it might be easy for you now to do well on social media but it won't always stay that way. The algorithm changes. People get bored of you if you don't vary your content or show them a different side of you. If they've seen you shirtless, looking hot 100,000 times, eventually they'll move on to somebody younger because you got old and you got ugly or whatever it is.
3: (laughs) Well, look, so I I love that the A-listers and just anyone is coming on there because I feel like there's a common ground now. Right, it's almost like someone can watch your video and connect with you, or jump into your live and actually connect with you and feel like, well, I'm part of his life and his community now, and I love that. And, and look at, like, look at the how powerful it is. I mean, look at the Britney movement. I really have to feel like a lot of this came about with TikTok. Look at how many people got on TikTok and said, "We are starting this movement to free her." Let Let's talk about. Let's talk about how do you feel about the whole Britney thing?
1: I think. It definitely helped her last year. Okay. But I don't know if the community on TikTok specifically is helping her now, just because it's really ventured into like QAnon territory with like crazy conspiracy theories. Uh Like she's dead. She's a clone. She's. Conservership Hawaii. All of these. It's, it's it's a CGI. It's computer graphics. It's not. She's being held
3: captive. Like all these. Like, so how do you? How do we stop that? Right. It was like so powerful and great that people kind of helped free her. How do you switch that now and tell people to stop with that side of it and make it positive again? I mean, how does that work? How does that happen?
1: I don't know because even if they get everything they want, these people would still come up with excuses, meaning they just want to hear from her. We just want to hear from her. We need her to do an interview. Okay, let's say Britney gives Oprah Winfrey an interview. If she says, I'm free, I'm happy, whatever, these same people who keep saying, we just want to hear from her, we want her to do an interview, I guarantee you afterwards, they'll just say she was forced to say that. She was forced to say uh, it. I can see it's like that. there's no winning with them. Um, a few things. Obviously, Brittany is not well. She has mental health issues. Right. Just because she's not in a conservatorship, that doesn't mean that she's going to be miraculously well or so much better. Mm-hmm. She has very serious mental health issues. And her fans i think a lot of them also had a certain expectation of what her life would look like after the conservatorship Mm -hmm. but you know what that's her life she doesn't have to behave in any way to make anybody else happy but herself Mm -hmm. crazy that these fans want to control her life like it's like no she can do what she wants and she can do what she doesn't want to do do
3: you think that they feel entitled because They helped start that movement, and they're like, well, now we need to know more, and you should thank us, or you should be out here telling us more of the tea.
1: I've literally heard that. They've said, she owes us. I'm like, she owes you nothing. Brittany owes you nothing.
3: See, I don't get stuck. It's funny. I don't get stuck on a lot of TikToks of like conspiracy theories and things like that. Mine's more funny stuff. Every now and again well, get, stuff will pop up, but I get I get tagged in them.
1: Oh, So no. I see all of these wackadoodle videos. Um what do you think of um, Megan Markle? What do I think of her? I I don't think negatively of her.
3: Okay. Do you think that because I will be honest, I have not I've seen little bits and pieces. I don't even have Netflix. <laughs> is that where her series is on? There's, I don't have yes. Netflix. So I'll see like a random video pop up and something with her about the whole curtsy thing. And I'm like, you guys are really on her about how like disrespectful that is. I'm like, that to me looks like a really nervous, she has no clue she's in over her head on a lot of this. So it's really but, interesting.
1: But listen, I'm sure some people may not be pleased with that answer that I gave a minute ago where I don't think negatively of her. I also think she's one of these people who she thinks very highly of herself. Okay. To me, she comes across as boring.
3: (laughs) I didn't even know anything about her. I didn't know. They were like, oh, you don't know she's played in this show. I'm like, I've never seen that show. I don't even know who she is. The first time I saw her is when she was with Harry. I, I didn't know who she was.
1: And listen, there's nothing wrong with boring. I also think Prince William and Kate Middleton are boring. (laughs) They're all boring. There's nothing very exciting or even special about them. I mean, we're all special. I get that. Right, right. But somebody like, you know, Miley Cyrus, she's not boring. Miley Cyrus (laughs) is definitely not boring. Meghan Markle. Boring, but she doesn't think she's boring. That's the catch-22. She's boring, but she doesn't think she's boring. And I, listen, I here are my two thoughts. The only reason she and Prince Harry did this whole Netflix docu series is for money. That's right. it. Period. Full stop. They are retelling the same story they told Oprah, and they are also retelling the same story... A, a little bit less than Harry will tell in his memoir when that comes out in oh. weeks time, it's coming out very soon.
3: Did you think they were going to not go forward with everything once the queen passed away?
1: No, they, they were financially obligated to, oh. they had you know signed these deals. You know, they have to provide for themselves because right. they are now no longer senior working Royals. And they live a very expensive lifestyle. They bought a mega mansion in one of the most exclusive neighborhoods in all of the United States in Montecito. Their neighbors are Oprah and Katy Perry and Ellen DeGeneres, you know? Wow. And they also, you know, have a large security team and all of these things. And like I said, they're boring, but what makes them interesting is the British Royal family. Mm -hmm. So of course they have to talk about it and that's what's making them money. So I respect a hustle. I respect somebody that works and that needs to work and that wants to provide for their family. However, I'm a father of three and I think if princess Diana were alive, that she would be incredibly heartbroken that her sons are estranged She would absolutely be supportive of Harry stepping aside and no longer being a working royal, Mm -hmm. but it would devastate her that her sons aren't even speaking. They're estranged. And I think that this Netflix show and the memoir are going to make things even worse. I don't know if you can mend this situation. I don't know how there is a moving forward when they continue to tear down the institution of the monarchy. Sure. It's flawed. It's got a lot of issues. But Princess Diana herself said she did not want to destroy the monarchy. She said, that's my children's future. I would think once the memoir comes out, it might be the end of things for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll do other projects, but you know they, they're clearly being advised by a team of media experts you know pr professionals mm-hmm. and i mean definitely not in the uk they're incredibly disliked in, in great britain and i don't even know if they're very liked in the us like i think they're probably more disliked than they are liked here so i wondered continue- how that
3: was going to be when they when everything came out are people in the us going to actually be on their side or are they going to be like uh no If they
1: continue to do the same type of thing, Mm -hmm. I think it'll only hurt their public perception.
3: Well, hopefully they understand there are some things that should be off limits. Speaking of off limits, are there any stories for you that are completely off limits? Yeah,
1: a bunch. I mean, first and foremost, if I can't verify something, if I know something is not true, Mm -hmm. then I won't report it. I also really have learned from mistakes of my past and things I won't do. Like I have a no kids policy on my website, so I won't post paparazzi photos of celebrity children. I don't want to financially contribute to that and, and encourage it in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely try to be mindful of health related things. Like if there's, paparazzi photos of somebody going to the hospital or even grieving. Like I won't post photos of celebrities at funerals and things like that. You know, I made a lot of mistakes in my past. They're very public. And listen, I still make mistakes. I'm a human. We all do. Right. Yeah. But I, I really am doing better than before and I'm proud of my growth. And I want to continue to learn and do even better.
3: I think that's that is an excellent take. I mean, just on life in general. Right. If you said, fuck it, I'm going to just put anything out there that I feel like putting out there for the almighty dollar. I mean, could you really live with yourself? You know, could you look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, you know what? I sold out and I hurt this person more and more and more all for my personal gain.
1: And you know what? This world is full of hypocrites because. I know if I were to go back and revert to my old ways and be super scandalous and salacious and picking fights with people and all of this stuff, the public would eat it up. It would help me Mm -hmm. financially. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that.
3: I I think that just goes to say, you know, the growth, right? The lessons that you have learned. I I think that's outstanding.
1: Not everybody learns those lessons.
3: Who would you literally be heartbroken about? Like if something scandalous came out about them? Dolly Parton. Oh, same, same. I think it's Dolly Parton, Keanu Reeves. I think those are my two that I'm just like, I really like them so much. I don't want anything bad. But you know what?
1: Obviously it depends on what. And also the thing is, is that perception is all in the eye of the beholder, you know, because there are some people who believe that, Oprah Winfrey has had some scandalous things in the past, Mm -hmm. but frankly, I love it when Oprah shows she's human, right? You know, I'm old enough to remember, you know, there have been times where Oprah has held grudges. Oprah has gotten into very public disagreements with Mm -hmm. people.
3: And I love that. Okay. We are now onto the savage seven. Okay. Seven quick questions. You can have one skip. But some are going to be a little little saucy. All right. You ready? All right. Let's do it. Number one, who would you never do another story on ever again?
1: I mean, I would love to never do another story on Donald Trump again.
3: (laughs) Okay. Number two, have you ever hooked up with someone that you've done a story on?
1: Um. I mean, I I made out with John Mayer once. That was fun.
3: Oh, I love it. All the tea. <laughs> okay. Have Number three. Have any celebrities paid you to actually do a story on them? Like on the low?
1: Um, oh, he's got a smile. <laughs> not celebrities, but yeah. I mean, in the past, I have accepted money from like, a young musician that might have wanted promotion or a fashion person or whatever it might be. But if you're a big celebrity, you you don't need to be paying for things like that. You
3: don't need to, but you know, some people do things that we have no clue. All right. Number four. Listen, I'm I'm shameless.
1: I've, I've accepted <laughs> in money in the past for stories. Yeah, I
3: mean that's why I asked. I would just assume that someone would say, "Hey, okay, number four, the juiciest story that you've done that you've never released."
1: Um, well, it would probably be something I could not share here because it would probably involve very litigious content okay. that people would sue over.
3: Oh. <laughs> Do you want to no, give initials it, or but, hints?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if it comes to drug use that it, people would it, even even if they don't sue you, threaten to sue. it. it I just wouldn't. There's no yeah. need.
3: Yeah. OK, next one. Who do you hope goes away? Not like goes away like unalive or anything, but just like never. We don't have to hear about them in the media anymore.
1: no one i i think that that would be bad juju like negative energy like i i i i want everybody to be successful and thrive like i honestly don't hate i don't even hate donald trump i don't like him there's not a single living person that i would say oh i hate that person i hate that i don't hate anybody um even kanye west i don't hate kanye okay i am vehement disagreement with the hateful rhetoric that he's been spewing, but I don't wish him ill or harm or anything negative. So I I, I would say nobody, you know,
3: all right. and that's uh, not skipping the
1: answer. I'm not no, skipping that. No,
3: no. I mean, it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can let him answer that. I think that's a good enough answer. I think that's a good enough answer. Okay. What TikToker would you want to spill the tea on?
0: Mm.
1: Well, I just, I actually, I literally just came across some videos about Charlie D'Amelio having some drama with her boyfriend. I think they might not be together anymore.
3: Okay. Travis
1: Barker's son. Did you know she was dating? Travis no, son? I didn't know that. Well, was. I don't know if they are anymore. There's some drama
3: going on there. Okay. Has anyone ever paid you to not do a story?
1: No. No. Not to to not do a story.
3: That's surprising to me. I would have thought they would try and keep some things under wraps. Like, no, no, no. Well,
1: they have. But nobody ever, like, said, oh, I'll pay you if you don't do this or that. Actually, uh, without revealing, because I'm a person of my word. Okay. I actually just had a conversation like this recently where this celebrity reached out to me because oh God, nobody will know.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, um, I,
1: di- I, I did a duet on TikTok to a video that I was tagged in okay. with this one celebrity saying something shocking. So this person reached out to me and said, why did you post that TikTok? And I said, well, it was shocking and I was tagged in it. And they were like, but I thought we were friends. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I I felt that that was important to share. And then that person was like, oh, that was illegally recorded. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know it was illegally recorded. Let me delete the video now.
3: Did you delete it? Yeah. Well, I, you know. Well, that was kind.
1: I, I didn't know it was illegally recorded.
3: Okay. <laughs> and, and they claimed it was edited too which I don't know. <laughs> well that goes to show I mean listen, it goes to show no matter who you are, where you are. people pay attention to what's out there about them. Oh yeah. they do. I mean it, it does matter to people for yes. sure for sure. Well I, I think I think you did a good job on the Savage 7. Oh, I thank think you did. okay. You. so since you are in the know, I have one more question. So I am single. I would like to know. Oh, you are? (gasps) Okay. We have to go out and get drinks. Go hang out. I'll be your wingman. I'm a really good wingman. I promise. Okay. Who would you, out of all the people that you know, who would you put me with? Who do you think I would be a good match with?
1: Somebody local, first and foremost. You know, I don't think long distance relationships are conducive to single parents, you know, it's hard. It's harder for anybody, but even harder for a single parent to make a long distance relationship work. So I would say it'd have to be somebody local and a strong, I would say for uh, basically, I'm just talking about myself now. I'll I'll wish for you the
3: (laughs) same person I wish for myself. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Cause I want to like, think of who I can fix you up with.
1: (laughs) Somebody local for me and for you, Okay, somebody who's very different from us. So My dream man actually has no social media.
3: We want the same person. (laughs) You see, I
1: told you my dream man has no social media is somebody very strong Okay, because I know and I've experienced this like anybody. First of all, it'll take somebody strong to even be willing to get to know the real me. Because I have a public persona mm-hmm. that I think is different from whom I really am. And not many people are willing to explore that and to get to know the real me. So somebody's strong to deal with that. And somebody's strong to also deal with the crap they will get by dating me. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. once they were to begin dating me, I know that friends, family, coworkers would be like, why are you dating Perez Hilton? Ew. oh. So it really, I mean, basically it would require a saint of a human being, (laughs) like like, uh, a miracle man. He's out there. Saints do exist.
3: Okay, Um, but wait, looks wise, you have it. Everyone has a type. Not that I'm saying that you're like, oh, I wouldn't date someone outside of this type, but everyone has like a type. My
1: type, like visually? Yeah. I don't know. like.
3: Oh, he's smiling. You know, you got something in there.
1: I think like Jonathan Groff. Like I like nerdy. Like I like, oh. like I like like a nerdy like uh, a high school teacher or somebody that works with kids. Like you know uh, like Jonathan Groff. You know who he is. He, I he do not. Glee. Like well, he's kind of dreamy, but he's also nerdy too. Okay. You no, know, like I like somebody. Like I I I think cute over hot. Like oh. hot and sexy the hot ones get, like- me yeah. get me in trouble. They uh, get me in trouble. Hot is great to look at on mm-hmm. on Instagram, but I wouldn't want to date hot. Like I want to dra- date cute nerdy.
3: We're going out though. We're we're gonna pick a time. We're going out. I'm gonna be a wing woman for you because I think I would do a really good job.
1: Well, I I need some action. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't we all? <laughs> all right. Last but not least, is there anything else that you want to share? Or divulge or discuss anything that you would like?
1: I don't know about you, but I've had a really difficult December. Mm -hmm. And I think that other people might as well be going through a hard time right now. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I am so grateful that I'm in therapy. And if you have access to that, Mm -hmm. I would highly encourage you to... To continue that or to explore that, it's been very beneficial to me.
3: I'm the same. I don't want anybody to think that I'm just, I'm nodding so Perez can see me. Uh, But yes, I I do therapy every Wednesday.
1: I would also say when things get hard, it's easy to fixate on that thing that is making our life hard. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are not in our control like the future, you know, we may want to control the future, but we can only control so much and mainly just ourselves. So I've been trying to be mindful of my thoughts and shutting down obsessive thinking about things I cannot control and the future and possible scenarios and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And also just remind, like, I'm aware that I am so blessed reminding myself of all the things that I do have like my children and my mother and my health which really is the most important thing
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know without our health we have nothing so I just want to say cheesy as it sounds one day at a time mm-hmm. and you know focus on what you have and try to be healthy I know also for me it gets easy from for many people it can be easy to spiral like oh okay I'm just going to emotionally eat Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So, you know, focus on your health, focus on little tasks that you can achieve that will make you feel better. Even if it's something as simple as, you know, I took a shower this morning, right? That was an accomplishment. I took a shower this morning, you know, little things like that. I just want to thank you for having me on your podcast. Thanks for
3: coming. We had a blast.
1: I know that you probably have already or will get crap from having me on your show.
3: Listen, it's Savage Mom Life, right? It's one of those. I am the sweetest person, but fuck around and find out. I, I was interested. I wanted to know like how you got. I wanted to know more about the person that is putting stories out. And you're a real person. You're a human. Everyone is human. There are going to be other guests that I have on that I'm sure people are going to be like, wait, what? Well, because I want you to see who's behind this. And I I guarantee you people have learned things about you today that are like, oh, well, that's very respectful of the fact that he's not going to do a story on X, Y, and Z and and things like that. So I I appreciate you taking your time. And I'm going to be your wing woman. I mean, we worked it out. Yeah, it's great. I
1: look forward to it. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.
0: disease.